0: All you dads and dads-to-be out there, it is Davo here with another episode of the Fearless Fathers Podcast, the growing fatherhood podcast so you could break the toxic generational traditions that no longer serve you so you could be a better father, human being, and parent overall, and husband overall on the end of the day. Today on the podcast, I have Kyle Carnahan with us. He is the founder of Superhuman Fathers. Superhuman Fathers is a program, well, it's more of a lifestyle for us dads who really want to transform ourselves mentally, physically, and emotionally. He started this program after going through massive waves of stress, struggle, anxiety, depression, finally rebuilt himself and started this awesome, awesome program for us dads. And we all know in today's world, depression, anxiety, and all the struggles, oh, that's what we do on this podcast. Kyle is a father of five with his wife, Whitney, for over 20 years. The dude's a firefighter by trade, but he's also a skateboarder, singer, songwriter, entrepreneur, loving father, husband, and more. I mean, this dude's all over the place. He's absolutely crazy. I mean, if you're watching it on YouTube, you can see it, right? He's absolutely mad. So with Kyle being all over the place, he actually sat down, he agreed to actually talk with me about superhuman fathers, how he transformed his mindset, because you know, I'm big on the personal development stage, broke the generational traditions of his past so much more today. This is going to be gearing up to be a special Fearless Fathers episode. So Kyle, brother, I want to thank you for being on the show, man. It's an honor to have you.
1: Uh, The honor's mine, man. Like if anybody wants to hear the bullshit that comes out of my mouth, I'm honored (laughs) Because it just keeps coming. These lips keep yapping. Sometimes it gets me into trouble. But um one thing you're gonna have with me, like what I'm thinking, you're gonna know it, you're gonna hear it, the world's gonna hear it. And uh that it's kind of a scary place to live, but (laughs) shit, here we are.
0: Hey, obviously you haven't listened to the podcast much because apparently they listen to our loud mouths on a regular basis.
1: Dude, it's a it's a gnarly life to just like out with with your shit. Like Mm -hmm. your struggles, your reality. Um, your crazy ass beliefs like your thoughts because we we're we're constantly evolving so like i'm gonna yeah. say some shit that's gonna piss some people off and i'm i'll probably think differently in a year from now right like yeah, we're evolving we're learning like we're probably it, gonna talk about this right we're gonna like, talk about this here like we we can say we were wrong that's okay man
0: that's we okay can i was wrong but you know what? I had the information at the time, but you know what I learned from that information? That's what we do here that's on this it. show. Bro, how we do we learned. grow? We got to just blow it out and just and talk and discuss and talk about it and have friction. And that's what we're doing today, boys. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Oh, let's go. I'm so fired up right now. I was like half tired before this podcast and now this started, I'm like let's fucking go. Let's do it. So, yeah, buddy, I want to I want to kick this off First question of the day. It's always the hardest question for every dad I have on this show. What is one of the funniest memories that you have with one of your five kids?
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, dude. So we're hiking in in Zion National Park. Okay. And Cooper's seven, I think. So I got right now I got a 16-year-old, 14, 11, 8, and 2. And so my 10-year-old was seven at the time. And... He had to take a dump and, (laughs) and we're like deep in the mountains. Right. And you're just like, okay, well, God, like, I don't want to, I feel bad. Like pooping out here. This is like beautiful nature, you know, and there's people (laughs) walking around, but he's got to go. And, um, so we give him like, a a diaper bag, plastic bag. And we're like, you got to go in this and you got to carry it out. (laughs) It goes off into the bushes. And it's kind of open, like there's not a lot of bushes where we're at, so you can kind of see him. Right. And the kids just shits all over his legs and all over his hands. Oh. And he was yelling, God, a lot of people just turn this podcast off. But if you're our people, you're still listening. <laughs> and, and uh, well, we he, he kept saying, um, McChickens because he had like four McChickens earlier that day, and it was so disgusting. So I had to go over there and get a bunch of wipes and clean them up and then and then he had this bag that we he had to carry like six miles down the mountain oh. and oh my god that, that's just i can oh. i mean that that one popped up but there's oh so many god. as a dad like how many of these stories do we have dude like oh you could write a book
0: yeah easily,
1: you <laughs> easily. That oh that's
0: Oh, that, that's like a rite of passage being seven at that point. You have to carry your own shit in a bag six miles down a hill. Dude, it kept opening up. The top kept opening oh. up. Too. Oh, God, that's horribly disgusting. But damn, is that funny. I love it. I Welcome. Absolutely-
1: now. Now that everyone's disgusted, they're going to throw up. Now we can get into the real stuff.
0: Now we can get into the real stuff. So we're talking about, like we talked about, we're going to be talking about superhuman fathers today. We're going to be talking about philosophy, mindset, transforming yourself. And a whole bunch of other stuff so while we're getting into that kyle can you just give us like a quick background on like who you are where you came from how your upbringing was like like the uh relationship with your father things like that
1: yeah um so i grew up in southern california like surf skate punk rock um you know martial arts like not i wasn't a sports guy and i didn't do anything in school like sports which is weird like all my kids do my, my dad just never was, and my parents never. You know, like most of your kids, you're like, hey, what are you going to play in high school? Like nobody yeah. ever asked me that. No one was no like, Where are you going to play? I didn't even really know. Like I just went to school. So I glommed on to like skateboarding and surfing and martial arts and stuff. It was just like one-man show stuff, you know. But there's always like a group that you hang out with that, that does that. Usually not the best kids in the skateboarding world at that time <laughs> in the 90s. Yeah. So my influences at that time, we'll just say we're not the best. Um, and, uh, I was surrounded by all of it, man. Like starting in seventh grade, just like all the worst of the worst, like surrounded by it. Like, that's what I grew up in. Um, I was different though. Like I was in it. I did not partake ever, ever. I didn't Right. but I was in it deep. I mean, the worst things you could possibly imagine seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade into high school kids doing like i was in the middle of it i always felt like i was like the protector
0: okay like 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 the enforcer like yo i know this is going on but like i'm not touching it but like i got your back
1: i just knew like dude this guy's not my buddy's not in his right mind right now like someone's gotta keep their eyes open And then right. later on that it was like i would go to the i'd go to vegas with like all my fire fire crew and i was like i was hurting cats you know I'm like keeping this guy <laughs> off this chick and like keeping this guy from getting hit by a car, this guy's getting in a fight with a bum. I'm like, dude, this is my whole life i'm a- ba- I'm a babysitter you know but but I never like judged it I was just i love I love my people, you know, so that was kind of my my upbringing there my my relationship with my dad um like we were tight, we surfed together a ton. it was like my dad's a surfer, and we that was our thing we would surf. So I grew up surfing with my dad and, uh, that's what our, man, a lot of our relationship was based off that surf and, uh, and church Okay. at the time, you know, so things have changed in like my life and my belief system, which has caused strife in my relationship with my father over the years. And I've looked back and seen things that like, I learned that were great from him and things that I learned that I don't want to be like, you
0: know? So going into that, like talking about the things that we don't want to be like, I mean, we're, we're talking growth. We're talking development. Like you talked nineties skateboarder in South in SoCal. Like that is the pinnacle of that time frame. Like I'm a big yeah. metal head. You're a, you're a punk head, So it's, Historical, you know, I, I know that culture. I know, I know what that's all about. And you're talking about that and having those awesome memories of like surfing with your dad and constantly, and you brought up the fact, like I changed and I kind of regrew myself and that kind of gave some strife like what would be like going back and thinking about it what are some of those like maybe like one major toxic generational tradition that you that you found upon and you're like you know what I just can't do that going forward like I have to cut the legacy off here
1: dude I love my dad and um I I expect my kids to be 10 times the man I am and uh you know and learn from my mistakes um and uh and and a lot of us can relate to this where like Dad's used to just go to work and then uh come home and just sit on that couch, man. And then like the the moms would hold the brunt of the family. Yes. And then just serve their husband like hand and foot, like slave labor. You know? And then so I was brought up not knowing how to use the dishwasher, not knowing how to wash clothes, not never cleaning up my room, throwing clothes on the floor. Like, cause it just got taken care of. It was magic, you know? And that caused massive problems in my life later on. Massive. And uh, it took me years to figure that out, you know? So um, I was, st- I was still just like a, my, my, my wife's like fifth son till like three or four years ago, man. To an <sighs> extent. Wow.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know what, that, that's such a massive thing when it comes to it. Cause like you know, I don't know how, I, I know you're a bit older than I am, but it's like, we're going through this. And I felt a lot of those same issues. Like I went through a major divorce and all that stuff, but a lot of those same traditions kind of came through. It's like, oh, my dad worked tough jobs. My, All my father figures worked really tough jobs, all the males in my life. And it's like, I always saw that with my grandparents, like my grandmother just serving my grandfather hand and foot. And I'm like, what is this about? Like marriage is supposed to be this communal effort, this team effort. Like it, it it just blew my mind like growing up and I'm like, oh, this is the way I have to be and like I didn't like that. And that, that was one of the things like I took away from all of that. And I think a lot of dads, especially in this world, were being a lot more present with our kids and saying, like, yo, it's okay, man. Like, load up that dishwasher, let's go. Like, yeah, here's the laundry, fold it up, let's go. Like you're you're not just sitting on your ass all day doing nothing. Let's do it. Dude. And I think that's huge to give today.
1: Well, I mean, in the end, what we're finding is that like Everything comes down to this relationship with your wife and the connection there. Everything, the the, the vibration in the home, is is set oh, with this that. powerful connection you have with your wife, and that connection happens. We're we're bred to do everything wrong, like <laughs> we are bred to not show emotion, yeah, and, and be completely disconnected. We're we're bred to not be present. To not serve because we did our job, not my job. And then and then we and then we stop having fun. We stop being fun. Like yeah. we stop like playing with our wife. You know? So connection, the energy we bring, um, the service that we give. Like these are all the things that destroy my the guys in my group that like I'm finding, like you come to superhuman fathers, you're like, Hey, Kyle, I saw all your transformations. I want to get jacked. And I'm like, tell me about your relationship with your wife. And they're like, what the? F- what are you talking about? <laughs> it all stems right here, man. Like all our guys that finally have these breakthroughs with this, like they, that are breaking these old habits. They find that everything, it, goals in their life become so much easier when that, when the marriage is secure and connected and there's trust. And there's vulnerability, you know? I love it's, it. It's like, so it's like, this is a guy. All right, I'm going to like, I'm going to work on my marriage. So they're like, they'll be like, oh, I'm going to write my wife a birthday card, you know? And they do a good job. They'll like write something and that's real nice. And they're like, man, I'm killing it right now. And they'll give the card to their wife and the wife reads it. She probably cries a little like, man, you haven't said anything like that to me in 10 years, you know? And, you, and the guy's like this, yeah, no problem, babe, love you too. Right. But there's no connection. It it, it was, it was like this way to like do the thing, but not actually do the thing rather than being right here with your wife. And like, bro, I, I believe that you should be an absolute warrior. I do like, you should tear heads off every day, crush everything in your path, but you have to be able to look at your wife, tell her how much you love her. And if tears don't come out of your eyes, you're not there yet. Like you should be able to cry in front of your wife. And just pour your heart out to her and be connected. But we don't do that. And if you're leaving shit all over the floor and you're not doing the dishes and you're not serving her, then you can't even get close either.
0: No, you can't.
1: You can't. You got to do it all.
0: I, I love that because it's absolutely true. And we're going to get into superhuman fathers here next. But there's one quote that always stuck out. And it's kind of stuck with the podcast since the very beginning. It's like, your biggest strength is your vulnerability. And I think that is one of the biggest things that we as dads and just not even men, but dads in general need to hold on to. And it's like, yo, like it's okay to cry. It's okay. You know, you might feel like you're an emotional bitch, but I promise you it is okay if you have that support structure surrounding you. And it sounds like that's kind of like in the same aspect that like superhuman fathers kind of digs into.
1: So yeah, when can you, you give
0: us, when can you, you give us that story behind it?
1: Yeah. Like when you don't have a massive respect for yourself and a, a a love for yourself, there's this inner turmoil and frustration. And then there's this like need to overcompensate by acting tough. Um, and, and, and so there's the crust between you and other people gets thick. It's hard to like, just tell them you love them. I love you. It's hard to like get silly and sweet uh, because you don't, feel unstoppable you don't feel like a beast but when you when you feel so powerful because you're just following through with everything you say you're going to do you and your integrity's on point and you're aligned and you're just like damn I'm crushing it today you feel you feel okay letting loose and opening up like this is it the the warrior monk this is the order of the warrior monk it's a group inside of our group and the focus is to build the man into this absolute unstoppable warrior so that he can have the confidence to let go and open his heart. And I tell guys, put your heart on a platter with a hammer and hand it to your wife and make sure you've built yourself strong enough to handle it because she's going to smash that thing a couple times. <laughs> you know? But that's the point. You have to build both. And for me, man, I'm working on that monk. Like I'm all in on that monk because I'm realizing that. like, a lot of us, like we we strive for the warrior. We just want to build the warrior on our own, all by yourself. But we leave the monk out, and then we crush our family in the in the wake of trying to just become the warrior.
0: You know that that reminds me. Did you ever read the book? Um, I think it was by Anthony Blankenship, First Generation Father. No, no, check that book out if you get a chance. And this is for all you listeners out there today. Check out this book because he talks about. Your three spiritual energies as being a father, and that's your warrior energy, your spiritual energy, and your intellectual energy. And if one of those is off balance, if one of those off keel, like like Kyle's talking about today, your warrior, you want to go out there and you want to crush it, like you want to have that man energy. But if your spiritual energy is empty and you're not doing the things that serve you, and you're not you're not being proper in yourself and your family and your kids, it's gonna it's gonna spill over. And you're gonna have those issues, or like your intellectual energy if you're not constantly learning and growing and building yourself, you're going to fall into issues if you only put one in. And he talks about that golden zone and really diving into your golden zone of being that first generation father and really harnessing those three
1: powers in one. It's an amazing read. And I highly recommend it for any dad out there. I love it. Like I, I, I come up with these, these thoughts and ideas, right? Just through living. And then I'll listen to a podcast or I'll read a book and I'll be like, Oh, this guy's ten years ahead of me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And they're using the same words, which yeah. trips me out because it, it's like this, this like universal truths that when you are striving to live it, they it just starts to fill you. You start to have these understandings, and then other people are having the same understanding that you've never connected with that you find later on, um, and uh, it 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 just blows my mind.
0: I'm the same way. Like like we talked about those universal truths, like
1: ever since I got into the personal development
0: space, I'm like starting to see things that I firmly believe. And then I hear somebody else talk about, I'm like, damn, that actually makes a lot more sense now. Like, okay, I'm not the only idiot out there thinking this stuff. And then you can build upon it. It's absolutely like just mind blowing and fanatical. I love
1: it. And I know is when I'm, I'm tight, tight on my shit, man. Like when I'm living how I know I'm supposed to live, meaning I'm doing the things that like I'm feeling called to do and I'm mm-hmm. doing it regimented and disciplined, that, that power of just like soaking truth from wherever it comes from, like it gets 10 times, a hundred times, like it, it's like you're tapped in and you're just, yeah. your understanding just increases massively. And then when I'm not living like I should, or my, my, you know, I'm being gluttonous, or freaking drinking too much or treating people like shit. Like I'm just blocked off and I get stupider actually. Like (laughs) you do. It's like, it's like if you're constantly working out, you don't work out
0: that brain muscle. Like you just feel like disgusted with yourself and everything around. It's like, this is garbage. I hate myself. I actually feel like crap now.
1: And you're not, you're just not open to, to just soaking in all this like truth that surrounds us that we just can't see. And the way to see it is to get your life in alignment. And I mean, this is why I stay so disciplined because I know like if I don't, then there's some nugget that I'm not going to receive today. And if I don't receive it, then I can't give it. So then right. I kind of fuck somebody over because I was supposed to learn something and I was supposed to share that. And that person was going to benefit from it, but it stopped at me because I couldn't get my shit together.
0: So as we're talking about that, and we're talking about building those strengths and building those bonds. Let, let me let our listeners and myself kind of just get the story of like, where you came from before, during, and after superhuman fathers came to, uh, came to be.
1: So I, I was a fireman for, um, almost 15 years before that. I worked at a bank. I worked at Washington mutual bank. It went under in 2008. And, uh, you know, I was always a good guy, but like we talked about, I had some issues. And one of those issues was like, just completely clueless to like how I was just destroying my wife with just zero help in the home like never changing diapers just like i was just like leaving messes everywhere i went it was it was like i just was inept like had no idea and by the way this is the biggest problem i see in marriages right here like this is the thing that lights people up when lights women up when you talk about it too like the wives like can they just pick up after themselves can they help can they put their dish in the dishwasher can they take the damn trash out like these are the things that destroy marriages it's crazy How simple it is but we're so dumb that we just don't see it you know because to us it's like like we're we're good with having dishes piled up for a little while we're like yeah we'll take care of that they are not they are not like that's devastating especially when they just cleaned it up so like it's the same story over and over again in every marriage is like is that simple shit Um, so I was like that and my wife was would like cry in the bathroom and shit and I'd be like she's crazy what's wrong with her man you know like damn women are crazy little did I know you know uh, as I got into my late 30s I started to realize this but you know what helped me a ton becoming a damn fireman dude because really I became a fireman um well I started getting into like EMT paramedic volunteer Uh fire stuff at like 28. I got hired at 30 at a, at a firehouse full time. And guess what happens when you go to a firehouse? Well, your weaknesses are right out in the open and you're going to get your ass beat. Like you're (laughs) going to get crushed. So right out the gates, man, my habits were, were right out in the open and ain't nobody going to hold anything back to the new guy coming in. You're going to get crushed. So um, luckily for me, Um, I hung in there and the guy, and I had a good attitude. The guys really, um, glommed onto me and wanted to help me. Um, but damn, if I would have made one sigh, one, like excuse, they would have cut me so fast, man. But Mm. so they just beat the shit out of me for like three years and and beat that (laughs) stuff out of me, you know? But, but there was still leftover shit that I, I didn't know was in there, you know? And I, I kind of became, um, like PE teacher for my kids. Like I was a good dad because I'd play with them all the time. We would skate. We'd surf. We do jujitsu. It was like home from the firehouse. Like let's party. Let's play guitar. Let's go ride bikes. Let's throw the ball. It's time, <laughs> yeah. that's you know? cool. Like that's great. But a couple things I I realized was, man, I wasn't helping. The, I still wasn't helping much in the house. I still wasn't changing the diapers. I still, my wife still had this pile of shit to do that. I wasn't a part of. And, uh, I mean, I was still disconnected from her. We weren't doing it together. It was me playing with the kids and then her facilitating that, right? Mm, us together right. as a family. Right. You know? And I would still like go ride my skateboard by myself to like work on my, my flip tricks, you know? Like, <laughs> my, like I'm in my thirties, like trying to perfect my tray flip to land right on the bolts, you know, because maybe I'll go pro someday still. You know? <laughs> like it's just stupid. Like you got kids, yeah. dude. Like I love skateboarding. Don't get me wrong, but I don't do that shit on my own anymore. Like I'm going to go with my kids. Like right. if they don't want to go, I'm going to do what they want. Work my ass off all day, you know, hitting the gym in the morning with my wife and in the afternoon, like that's my, my family t- family's time. I'm not going to take their time away. I'm going to be there with them. So luckily my kids like to skate. We just build a mini ramp in the backyard. So nice, nice. But I think I got completely off topic, dude. This is what I do. ADD, squirrel <laughs> out to the max.
0: I know. Yo, I'm squirrels, shiny nut all day. I get it.
1: I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were talking about where, where I came from. So that yeah, was like, where
0: you came from and kind of how superhuman fathers like really started to transform. And there we really go. To come.
1: So, so then um, being in the firehouse, the other thing that happened was is I got beat down so much that I wanted to get, I wanted to become a tough motherfucker. Like I was done being pushed around. So I started to build myself and I built myself in the, in the weight room and I built myself mentally to handle some stress, some suffering. And I started to push myself, my body, my mind. And, uh, I wanted to come in and drop the hammer on those guys. And, uh, you know, I started to, to really build myself. But in that time, I kind of lost myself a little bit building the warrior. You know, very aggressive, ready to just rip heads off, and I and it felt good, it felt powerful. But the problem was, I'd come home and I brought that beast home to my family. So mm. then I started bringing home angry dad, and I wasn't necessarily always angry, but it was just too much, man. And you know, I was yelling at my kids too much, and um, you know, just like kind of argumentative with my wife, like I'm the man, Arr, you know. Yeah. And then, So now. Now I'm helping around the house and shit, but now I'm just kind of an asshole. And so, so now we got to deal with that. And, um, uh, you know, it came to a head where she's just like, Hey, we're not the firehouse, man. Like we're not putting up with this. Like you don't come here and treat us like this. You want to go hang out with your little friends and drive your red little engines around and go ahead. But here we're not taking it anymore. And I was like, damn, okay. Um, and so I kind of had a little wake up moment where I had to like, recalibrate and bring back to center like this idea of the warrior monk that we've been talking about like I I grew up like a real sweet boy and I right. lost that guy I lost him I killed him <laughs> so I had to bring him back to life and bring him in and uh you know now things are different like I try to talk to my kids soft and like sweet and my wife like I try to Put my hand on her whenever she's around, and like whenever mm. we even argue, I try to like hold her hand and break through that like pride crust. I still have it. I still have it, dude. It's still hard. Oh, we I'm all like, do. Oh, yeah. Like, God, I do not want to tell you I love you. Oh, I don't want to say it. Oh, you know, but I just like I love you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. like, or to say sometimes because we're so prideful, we're such assholes. Uh, you know, but it is. You can practice it. You can get good at it. And I'm telling you, like. You do the stuff to help your wife at home and you break through the crust and you keep physical and emotional contact with your wife like at all times and you and start to notice when you're when you're getting disconnected like right in that moment and just bring it back and go hold her, go pick her up from behind, kiss her and like just be connected. Like your marriage will heal. Yeah. With just those two things, it really will. I see it all the time. With dozens and dozens of guys that make these breakthroughs.
0: So we're talking a lot about like that down and like bringing recalibrating your warrior energy back to like a home front. So take us into now. I I think we're at that point where we could talk about like how superhuman fathers actually came to be and
1: where that came and the support and all that. So now I'm I'm in the firehouse. I've been I've been obsessed with fitness and nutrition for years now. And when you have your own transformation and. You're now. I'm now in my late 30s, and I'm walking around at anywhere from six to nine percent body fat, wherever I'm in my phases. And guys are like, "Dude, you're always ripped, and you're actually getting bigger, and you're getting more lean over the years. Like, what's going on? Like, what freaking magic supplements are you taking? You know?" And I'm like, "Dude, it's it's pretty simple. Like, oh, I can I, I can sketch it out for you." And so I started just kind of giving guys plans, and then I get a guy here, get a guy here, get a guy here. And then pretty soon I got like 20 guys working on it. And then I start. and then I, then I created, my wife is warrior mom fitness. She's been doing that okay. for almost 10 years. So I go, Hey, what's that app you use? And so I got the app and I started doing it in the firehouse where guys could get workouts and then they would check in with me. So I didn't know what I was doing. I was just, you know, like a, I was a kind of an online fitness coach at the firehouse, but, um, <laughs> you know, so I had guys in other stations doing it. And then um, they started getting these crazy transformations because I'm aggressive with w- whatever I do, I'm aggressive. Like we're going elite level. We're going all in. Right. Like they're still half-assing anything. Right. And so that's just how I've always been. And so they start to glom onto this idea and start to get this discipline and regimen. They start lighting their lives on fire. And uh and, and then, you know, the, the magic starts happening. They stop drinking. They could start to control their nutrition and get a hold of that drive that food has. And when they're stressed out, they run to food. They stop doing that they start to treat their wife better because they have more self-respect. They start feeling like a more powerful father leading their family. And I was like, there's some magic here, dude. Yeah. Well, their friends start hitting me up and people start hitting me up cuz they see the transformations. And then I had a coach that was like, "Bro, do you see what you have here? Like you have to break out and and make this public, man." I was like, "I don't know, man. I'm just a fireman." I'll just, you know, and he's like, "Dude, you have to." And I was like, so I just put it out on my Instagram and it was like 30 guys right away signed up, like boom. And I was like, oh shit, this is real. And then went to hundred, 150, 200, 300. And we're almost, I think we're almost at helping like 400 guys now. Wow. And yeah, when did this start? 18 months ago. 18 months ago. That is impressive. It was a, it was a tidal wave. It, it was crazy. Absolute tidal wave. Wow. And
0: guys, I want you to, I want you to take a listen to what Kyle's talking about, right? Like I, I want to recap a little bit of that. Cause that's a lot in that story in a, in a short amount of time, we always talk about on the show. Like I had my rock bottom, Kyle hit his rock bottom. But when you take that rock bottom, you could springboard into higher things. And like we talked about in this, you know, I need those gold nuggets so I could pass them on to other people. Kyle got jacked. He's, he's yoked. If you're watching on YouTube, you could see it. Like his biceps are as big as my head right now, <laughs> you know, but it's. It comes to that point where it's like, you know, there needs to be a recenter. There needs to be a rebalance. I I've lost who I was. Now I need to bring who I am now, who I was, bring the best parts of those together. And then I could do more amazing things, not just for myself, but for my family, which in turn gives it to more people down the run. When well, you take care of yourself, you take
1: care of more. Dude, not, and then, and then now I'm in this position, like, I, dude, I can't even tell you like how incredible this life is to just wake up in the morning and have this thought of just how can I serve people today? Like, right. And then, and then just, just impact all day, just helping all day, just watching change all day, getting the DMS all day. I lost this much weight. I just made a breakthrough with my wife. Like, thank you for what you've built here. This is amazing. And then watching the group connect together. We had a guy last night on our, on our group chat on our app. He, he shares a story about infidelity in the past. A very hard truth to share with a group of men that you want to respect you. And dude, my guys just embraced him. And like, they, we just, they just took care of each other. I didn't say anything. I just watched the magic happen. And you know, and, and he's repaired his marriage and and going through, you know, what would happen there. But like, In most places, like, you don't come out with that shit. You don't say that. You hold that that in because you're going to get judged. But watching the group itself come together and take care of that guy with me out of it means if I get hit by a fucking bus today, guess what happens? Superhuman Fathers goes on without me. Right. Wow. Wild. That just started as a feeling, which turned into a movement which is now carrying itself. And that's, that's massive dads. Listen to
0: that. Take those notes. I have a notebook full of shit right now because of what Kyle's dropping right now, because this is true shit. If I didn't go through my shit, if Kyle didn't go through his shit, fearless fathers would be nothing right now. Superhuman fathers would be absolutely nothing right now. When you have that gut feeling, when you have that thought of like, is life going to get better? We promise you it does. The universe gives you what you can handle at one time, no more, no less. So take what they're giving you, figure out the shit that you had in the past that could relate to what you're going through today. I just went through a bunch of shit. I just shared it on the podcast, going through a bunch of shit that I just went through for nine months and it just got approved on my birthday last week because I kept with persistence and resilience. And yeah. man, did I want to fucking quit? I tell And I told you that in the podcast that was unedited, unscripted. I wanted to quit. But the universe said, "Man, let it go, let it ride. It's gonna happen." And it did. And now things are moving forward. So take those take those pieces of nuggets. Take that information, share it with other people that need that fucking information.
1: Let's talk about this shit. Dude, the the resilience, bro. Like like making a plan and deciding what you want and then just letting go and doing it for the sake of the fact that you're doing it, like nothing else, no results, you don't need shit, you're just doing it, because that's what a man does, like, he just goes for it, and then you realize real quick, huh, you know what, nobody shows up every day, nobody, if I do, if I just show up every day, and work on the one thing that I'm working on, focused, That's all I have to do. Eventually I'll have everything that I want and I'll build whatever I want. And I was like, it's that simple. It's that simple. It's that simple. God, like we we always look for this like magic button or like the secret formula or like the secret Instagram hashtag bullshit. And all you have to do is just be your authentic self and just show up every day and work hard. That's it. it. That's it. (laughs) it's wild
0: what happens i mean like i've been in the army for 16 years you were a firefighter so you know all this about persistence resilience going through the grains of bullshit like the world is already hard enough as it is why do you want to make it harder for yourself fight through that shit oh well i want other people to be upset like i did no fuck that
1: fuck that there's nothing better than having being on some sort of a mission in your life that you're willing to die for 100 percent like, like if if I could bottle what it took the year working in the firehouse, building this, and like bottle it up, like it would kill a man. It, like I didn't, sleep, <laughs> you know, I didn't sleep for like a year. Like I just yeah. was like I was so driven that I was just like whatever it takes. Like I have East Coast guys that that would be like um, I could do uh, I could do six a.m. and I'm like no problem. They're like that's three a.m. for you. I'm like yeah, yeah, no, no problem. problem, no problem. You know, like. I would just take calls like all night long while I was at the firehouse. Like I would, I'd be like, Hey, I, I, I've got training all day, but if, how early are you? You know, I'm like, so I'm setting up appointments at like four or like my time, like freaking one thirty, two, two thirty, three, three thirty, four. two three I set all my appointments Jeez, really. like a, in the AM while everyone's sleeping, while we're running calls all night. And then I would just bring people into superhuman fathers in the, while, in the darkness while everyone was sleeping. It's like, man, I'd just be like, this is crazy. I, I like, I, I remember in the moment thinking like, this is going to be the craziest story ever. Like, this is the, this is impossible what I'm doing. But it goes
0: to show the level of like, when you have that dedication, when you have that purpose and that drive, like you could fucking do it. Like, yeah, work sucks. We get it. You want to go home. You want to crack open a beer and you want to sit there and do nothing. But I promise you, if you took that hour to actually do something that you care about, that hour turns into an hour and a half. That hour, hour and a half turns into three hours. Next thing you know, you're doing what you love and you fucking you're fucking living life. Yeah, bro. Fuck
1: the beer. Fuck doing nothing. Whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. We don't say fuck the beer here. All right. Beer Dude, is still I,
1: good. <laughs> yeah, I say throw that shit out. We could get into a whole nother discussion on that bullshit. <laughs> it fucking ruins lives.
0: But let's let's talk about since we're going through Superhuman Fathers, we're talking all this stuff like I'm still amped up right now. Like I'm ready to go. I'm ready to start. spin kicking. stuff. <laughs> I got I'm you all right. Up. I love, love it. it. Love it. I love it. So let's talk about we already talked a bit about the coaching and things like that for any potential listeners that are out there today that want to get more. Like what is some of the program that you go through, like so, some of the process of steps that they could look at when they're looking to go through Superhuman Fathers and become that warrior monk?
1: Yeah. So, you know, obviously, fitness is 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 our hook. And we're really good at it. If you look at our transformations, it'll blow your goddamn mind. Especially look at the 55 year old man uh, that Griff that just posted on my Instagram. Like it's insanity. Like what what we do with these guys. It's but it's because we 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 become men that can suffer at a very high level and still live high functioning lives. Like we love suffering. We enjoy it. And so we want to be the the men the kind of men that can be hungry as fuck super tired and still give our family like an absolute beast of a father. And uh and, and that takes practice, you know? Like you can't just wake up at the butt crack of dawn if you've been sleeping until 8 every day and and then go hypocaloric and eat way less than you're burning and and expect to not like snap on your wife and your kids and to get <laughs> all angry and shit, right? So there's incremental growth that goes through the process. And you know, we don't force people to do anything. We just have you hang out with us. And then we give you all the, all the tools that you need to go as deep as you want, you know, but we're leading the charge here. So, you know, we got to live the message that we teach. And then, and when we fuck up, we got to let our guys know, like there's, there's nothing hidden here. Like, so when you get in here, we're going to work on getting you ripped. And we do that over the course of a year. We cut you down, get all the fat off first, then we build you for four to six months and we cut you again and see how much muscle we put on. We also establish all these habits in your fitness and nutrition. Well, guess what happens when you get your nutrition dialed in with the right mindset? You start treating your wife better. And we meet uh, five times a week and we ain't talking nutrition on these calls. We're talking fatherhood, marriage, leadership. We're talking about Making moves in our life to get us to the next level of where we truly want to go. We're talking about cutting bullshit out of our lives that's holding us back. And there's no judgment here. We just share. That's it. And we're honest with each other. And when you get a group of savages together that are talking about real shit of what's really going on, what they're really feeling, what they're really going for, going through. And then we then we talk philosophy about it and we help each other get through. Like we just level up faster than you could possibly imagine.
0: I love it. I love it. And you brought up a good point. Incremental growth. Like we talked about in this whole podcast, everything so far today, you can't get where you need to go without incremental growth. Like There is no button in this world that will just give you what you want and say, here I am. That instant gratification, you got to take that shit out the window sometimes that delayed gratification is what you really need to strive for that's going to give you more of that dopamine hit at the end of it. I love it. I, I love the I love the idea. I love the philosophy. I love the, the way of going like, hey, we need to put in, almost like I talked about in uh, First Generation Father, the warrior energy, the spiritual energy, and that intellectual energy. And I'm kind of getting that. that out of here like, hey, we're going to get you jacked, but you're also going to learn a lot along the way. You're going to become smarter, and you're going to be able to be closer to your family, and yourself when you build that. So I I, I absolutely love that philosophy, man. Hundred percent.
1: Yeah, that's why I ho- we hold our guys for a year because like a lot of guys will like do some fitness transformation and it doesn't, it just doesn't stick, you know. So, but like you ha- you hang with us for a year, like you, you, you can't help but level
0: up. I love it. So where where can our listeners learn more about Superhuman Fathers? Where can they find you? Any links, anything like that that you want to drop?
1: Sure. Yeah, the best is the Instagram. Just at Superhuman Fathers that's where you can like see how nuts I am and see if you have a screw loose too. Like literally (laughs) anyone gets on a call with me, that's like read my shit. I'm like, Oh, perfect. I already know that uh, we're in the same page, you know? So, you know, we're just, we're just on the attack uh, on a level that most people aren't willing to go or don't want to go. And, and that's okay. Like we're not better than anyone. That's just, we're just called to it. We're pulled to it. We can't help it. So like, you know, if you're that guy, like we have all the the weirdos running like the hundred mile races and shit and triathletes. And like, and then you got guys that were like wrestlers that kind of let it go, you know, and they lost their fire or played sports in high school and then just kind of got married and got lost. And they, they're like, dude, what happened to me? But they're still like, have that like drive to like attack. Now they're in their forties and they're, they kind of thought that you can't and then they see us and they're like, Oh shit, there's a whole different opportunity here. You know? So, yeah, the Instagram and then you go to superhumanfathers.com and you can uh, make an appointment with uh, one of our guys. All of our appointment setters have been through my program and had drastic results. We don't bring anybody on to talk to anyone unless they've actually had drastic results. So you can talk to someone and get a feel for if this is right for you. And then they'll kick either over to me or one of our other guys um, that's been through the entirety of the program.
0: So there you go, guys, superhumanfathers.com. Check them out on Instagram. All that will be in the description of this episode. So you have no reason not to click on it, at least check it out. I mean, if you have a screw loose, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have a couple screw looses anyway. So (laughs) there should be no reason why you don't click on that link. I'm telling you right now. So Kyle, as we're wrapping all this up today, as we're going through, I mean, we talked about generational traditions. We talked about building bonds with our families, the the strength that we have with our fathers, superhuman fathers, building that warrior monk, your spiritual energies, your warrior energies. We talked about all that shit today. In your own words, closing this out, what does it mean for you to be a
1: fearless father? Man, just to be absolutely honest and 100% transparent with who you are, where you're at, And then taking that and building from that to be not only that warrior that we talked about, but to give your wife and your kids that like soft, sweet side, man, like you got to have both and you have to be real. Love it. Love it. So Kyle,
0: brother, hombre, I want to thank you for being on the show today, man. It was an absolute honor to have you on. You dropped a ton of shit. Like I said, I'm already still hyped up. Like I'm ready to rock and roll at this point. Like let's fucking go. So. (laughs) Thank you, man. I really, really do appreciate it.
1: My pleasure. Thank you, man.
0: Guys, I want to thank you for listening to the Feel Fathers podcast. If you liked anything that Kyle dropped today, make sure you throw that into your bucket of fatherhood so that way you could build a stronger foundation for yourselves and your families. Make sure you check out superhumanfathers.com. That is down below. Do not miss the opportunity to transform your life, both mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I promise you, you're going to want to go through that continue to share this podcast wherever you're at with the other dads leave a like rating review since we're on youtube now make sure you hit that subscribe button that like and never miss another episode when we bring out this podcast and until next time guys continue to go out there continue to fight and let's make it up.